Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Nine Leaders Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and listening uh, yet again. If this is your first time, welcome. We, uh, we we stream live on Instagram and we stream live on Facebook while we record the podcast. So if you're watching on one of those uh, uh, areas uh, and you're typing in the comment section, I'm not going to be responding to that because we're also recording the podcast. I'll chat with you guys uh, once we hit stop on that. So a little bit of housekeeping, and then we'll jump into relationships with type 9. Um, if you're in Colorado Springs, Colorado area, you're probably sick of me saying this by now, but at 6.30 at Discovery Church Colorado, um, every Tuesday night, I do an Enneagram group. Uh, this week, we covered two. This coming week, we will fa- uh, talk about type 3. So we just go over a real quick uh, introduction to each type, and then we just have a... a kind of a long-form conversation about it. It's very interactive Q&A. It's not just sitting there listening to to me chat because you guys get enough of that here. But if you want to come in and ask some questions and um, uh, interact with the content a little bit, I think it's real fun. Uh, we've had some good turnout in the past. So Colorado Springs, Colorado, Discovery Church, 4304 Austin Bluffs Parkway, 630. You guys are more than welcome to come down and check that out. Yesterday, I told you guys I was going to do it, and I did it. And now I have a website. So if you go to nineleaders.com, you can see how good I am at building websites because it exists, it's there. Uh, and all of the things that I normally tell you to email me about are listed there and you can, cl- <laughs> you can click on them and it'll email me. So it's still basically emailing me, but there's a little bit more information on there. On that site, we talk about uh, the different one-on-one meetings that we offer. We do uh, leadership coaching, uh, life coaching and spiritual direction. Those are all listed there. You can get more info on that. And if you would like to sign up to receive our weekly newsletter, you can sign up for that there as well. Lastly, I had one of my friends from Kazakhstan reach out to me and said that he would be interested in knowing how Enneagram works in different cultures, um, specifically in warm cultures versus um, versus colder cultures, uh, as far as um, how, do, how does it play out? Is it the same? Is it different? Uh, do things look differently? Does a seven interact differently in those types of cultures than they might in, in an American culture? I only know my culture. I've, I've been in France briefly and Iceland briefly and Haiti briefly. So I don't, I'm not uh, familiar enough with any culture other than my own to to really answer that question. But looking at the analytics for the podcast, we've got folks... Um, all over the world listening. Uh, we've got people in, in all kinds of different countries. Uh, so if you are somebody who's pretty well versed in the Enneagram and you would like to come on and talk about what it looks like in your culture versus in American culture, I think that would be a really uh, valuable thing for folks to get to hear. So if that's the case, reach out to me. You can fill out our contact form on nineleaders.com. All right, that is all of the housekeeping. So let's jump into today's content, which is nines in relationship. Today we're going to talk about how nines relate to all of the numbers in the anger triad. So that is numbers eight, nine, and one. Tomorrow we will cover the shame triad, which is two, three, and four. And the next day we'll hit fear, which is five, six, and seven. Uh, So just because of how these series are the the longer we do them and the more numbers we hit the more they're going to become uh, a little bit 
redundant. I mean, in the eight series, I already covered the nine and the eight relationship. I'm going to cover it again. Um, I'll try to give it a little bit different color. And just in case you didn't listen to the eight episodes, it'll, it'll still be here. But then, you know, when we do the nine, we'll have already covered eight and, or sorry, when we cover the one, we'll have already covered eight and one and nine and one. And then we cover the two so far and so forth. So it'll get more and more repetitive as it goes on. So I'll try to find ways to, to keep it a little bit more interesting and not just be repeating the same content every time. So, all right, let's get into it. Nines and eights. So we already talked about nines and eights on the last one. So I'll try to be somewhat brief about this. Uh, but nines in relationship with eights can create a really cool, mutually supportive dynamic or a really uh, aggressive um, dynamic where they kind of take shots and jabs at one another. Uh, Eights really admire Nine's ability to be calm and tranquil. Their ability to remain calm under fire and to handle things with a sense of peace is something that Eights really lack. So, you know, we've talked about how Eights kind of bulldoze people. They can uh, don't really handle situations with much decorum. And they're they're really high energy. They get worked up about stuff. They get real... Um, uh, uh, passionate about things, and nines don't. Nines are real passive. Nines are real laid back. Nines kind of just take it easy, and eights admire a nine's ability to do that. Um, so a nine can help an eight to feel more relaxed. Likewise, nines admire the uh, bold fearlessness of the eight. Uh, this can help embolden them and encourage the eight even further. So if a nine is um, really keeping calm and and staying supportive that can can push the eight into doing even bigger um, wilder greater better things than they were doing before because they know that they have that support system um, the two are really different uh, but they call out what's lacking in the other so the eight can call out boldness and action uh, from the nine and the nine can call out some peace and level-headedness from the eight However, in an unhealthy situation, uh, eights can make nines feel really unsafe. Uh, you know, peace is nines' main motivator. Uh, they really want everything just to be even keeled and 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 and, and safe and tranquil and fine and, and good. Uh, and eights are super conflict prone. They have no trouble getting into a fight. They have no trouble uh, having a confrontation with someone. Um, and that might start to push the nine away as they start to feel less and less safe with the eight. They can start to kind of withdraw. Uh, likewise, the nine's natural easygoing attitude uh, might cause an eight to just overlook or ignore them entirely. We talked about how eights have a tendency to not even really see people who are of lower energy. And so uh, in relationship with a nine, they might just overlook them and not start the relationship at all. If the two are forced to be together, it can result in some passive aggressive behavior from the nine as their own way of letting their anger sort of lash out towards the eight or uh, just outright aggression from the eight in general. So nines in a relationship with nines. Um, This will be a very quiet and supportive and friendly pairing, or at worst, it will be very uh, boring and very lazy. Um, Both nines will be focused on maintaining peace and tranquility at all costs. So they'll be friendly to each other. They'll be friendly to people on the outside. They will seem uh, unflappable. They'll be unannoyed by minor hiccups or inconveniences. This is a couple that is not going to argue about how the dishwasher is loaded or is not going to argue about how certain tasks are done around the office. They're going to be completely unannoyed by these minor inconveniences. 
They will very quickly develop patterns and behaviors and will rarely deviate from them. Once they find a rhythm, it'll be really hard to pull these two out of that rhythm. And they'll continue to support one another and uh, maintain a level of productivity without wavering. So if you have two nines on your team that are working on a project together and they've, they've sort of reached a plateau of quality, unless you get involved, that's where it's going to stay because neither nine is really going to push the other one to get any better. Um, so this mutual support could in the long term breed problems if one nine recognizes something in the other that b- does bother them or should be called out or corrected, they'll probably just keep it to themselves, which won't help each other grow. In some circumstances, uh, they might become passive aggressive towards each other in order to air grievances without actually having to face them. And this could cause both to withdraw. Um, so they'll when they, when they withdraw, they'll start to sort of make up what the relationship is like in their head. And they'll live in their head and they'll enjoy the relationship in their head, but they won't manifest it out into reality. They won't actually make it real. So their idea of the relationship will become more important to them than the actual relationship. This pairing also runs the risk of getting stuck. They don't push each other to grow or improve, and neither are terribly ambitious. So as we said, they'll kind of reach a plateau, and neither is going to push the other one, so they'll just sort of settle into this routine of mundanity. And if that goes on too long, they may even start to decline as far as quality goes because they're not calling each other on it. So it'll just, it runs the risk of getting worse and worse and worse with no one riding the ship. It can become really mundane and really unproductive pretty fast. Uh, So last one, nines and ones. Uh, This can be a gentle moral relationship or a really frustrating and unsatisfying relationship. Uh, What both types bring to the table is that both types really want to improve the world. Nines want to bring more peace to the world, make it a more tranquil and safe place. And ones want to bring more perfection. They want to right wrongs. They want to make it a more perfect place. Uh, And they both have this, this huge aptitude to sacrifice themselves and work hard for others. So nines will bring a more personal relational energy uh, to the relationship, and the ones will bring that larger systemic focus. So the two of them working together to to sort of right wrongs or fix culture or fix um, some sort of perceived injustice can be a big deal because the one's going to focus on what are the big structural systemic things that we need to kind of pull down and examine and change and fix, and the nines are going to be much more apt to look at the people and the relationships and how can... How can this uh, work better on a personal level? Um, The one will bring out the ambition in nines, um, and this pair will bring a justice to their environment thanks to the one's need to perfection, um, but will go about in a way that inspires safety and support thanks to the nine. Similar to the nine-eight relationship, the nine might help round some of the sharp edges on the one to help them achieve their goals. Um, The one may help nines identify their goals in the first place because we know nines have, have a bit of trouble actually voicing what they want and saying what they want and ones have a bit of trouble being a little bit rough around the edges so they can help each other in that ones can help nines to identify their wants and goals and nines can help ones to be a little bit more personable and be a little bit kinder as they they go forth into pushing their perfection so that my friends is the anger triad um yeah, eights, nines, and ones. Make sure to uh, rate, review, and subscribe if you're listening to this on Apple. That's super helpful to us. Gets us a little bit more focus. Make sure to go check out my very good new website, nineleaders.com. You can find plenty of information on that. And then uh, I'm going to start putting this out now. I thought I wish we had done this with the eights, but I didn't think of it until earlier today. 
I think it could be cool uh, to do like a Q&A. Uh, that's what I do in live environments a lot more. It's much more uh, of a dialogue than anything else. So what I'd love to do is have you guys send questions into the Facebook, send them into Instagram, send them into um, the email specifically about um, nines and nines relationships and nines and leadership and nines following and any questions that you have about nines. If we get enough questions, it might be a, a standalone episode where I just go through and we, I answer all those and we talk about those. Or what I'd love to do is, depending on the type of uh, questions and depending on the interview guests that we get, I think it could be fun to use a couple of those uh, on that interview episode. So if you have questions regarding nines, send them in on Instagram, send them in on Facebook, send them in to my email, and uh, I will answer those as we move right along. So that is all I have for you guys today. Tomorrow we will talk about the shame triad, which is nines in relationships with twos, threes, and fours. So that will be fun. I look forward to doing that research and getting that out to you, and I will talk to you all tomorrow.